Hey, this is Craig Stinson, the director of Arts Friendly. This is our podcast episode for May 1st, 2020. Uh, The interview we have this week is with Richard uh, Seifert. He is the executive director of the Carolina Civic Center Historic Theater in downtown Lumberton, North Carolina. So I hope you enjoy that. Um, We also have a couple of thank yous we've received. Uh, First from JJ Street, thanking... um, the uh, Wilson Center Ghostlight Series, and Abby Perry for the Cape Fear Community College Student Artists Online Exhibition. Uh, In terms of money raised this year, uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, arts nonprofits have received uh, now $2,627.46. Arts Friendly keeps 10% for admin, and the rest goes to five local arts nonprofits here in Wilmington. That is uh, Dream Center for Arts Education, um, Upper Wilmington, the Thalian Association Community Theater, Wilmington Art Association, and the Wilmington Jewish Film Festival. Um, and we send a check to them every month uh, of, for their portion of the monies received. So we have recent certifications. We have our certified arts-friendly uh, status uh, for businesses. Uh, recent uh, businesses that have received that status is Rippy Cadillac in Wilmington, Tip Top Frame in Wilmington, uh, located in Carolina Beach, Uh, The Wilmington Dental Excellence, which is near Medical Center. Uh, Commercial Realty, which is one of the older uh, commercial realty firms here in town. And uh, D. Starbuck Gallery. Um, We have also an an arts-friendly individual supporter um, option. And most recent uh, individual supporters are Jamika Purdy, who is in Wilmington, Castle Hain. Wesley Brown, who is uh, in Wilmington. He's also uh, part of Pineapple Shaped Lamps. Uh, Claire Kalina, Greg McCall, who's a visual artist in town, and Angie Sinclair, who's also a visual artist here in town. So all of the uh, funds to date, and when I say to date, that means since January 1st of this calendar year, uh, total $2,627 for the five arts nonprofits. So um, coming up are the uh, thank yous from JJ and Abby. Uh, our interview with Richard, and I would encourage you to uh, look into certified arts friendly status for your business. I also encourage you to look, if you don't are an individual, look into um, becoming an arts-friendly individual supporter. Um, the money you give will go to arts nonprofits in your specific community. So if you're in Wilmington, it'll support Wilmington. If you're in Myrtle Beach, you'll support Myrtle Beach groups. Um, and if you're outside of uh, any of the communities where we don't have any partners, uh, give me a call and we'll we'll figure out how to set that up. Um, Okay, thank you. I hope everybody has had a good week, and uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. I'm really thankful for the Wilson Center and WHQR and the Arts Council for starting the Ghost Light series. While we're quarantined, it's a great way to support local artists and give them an opportunity to perform and um, at a time when local artists so desperately need it. It's really great. Hi, Abby Spangle Perry with Cape Fear Community College's Wilma Daniels Gallery. I am checking in to tell you all about the 2020 CFCC Student Art Show. This year we are hosting the show virtually on the gallery's website due to the closure of the school 
The students have done fantastic work. We have um, this year categories of photography, painting, printmaking, drawing, sculpture, and digital. The juror this year was Bob Unchester from the Cameron Art Museum, and he did a great job selecting the works. Um, We have best in show and first, second, and third place for each category. So please stop by and see the hard work of these students who had the ability to have their own show taken from them by the situation that we're all in. Please show them some love. Thanks. Bye. Hey, this is Craig Stinson, Director of Arts Friendly. This is our interview with Richard Seifert. Uh, He is the Executive Director of the Carolina Civic Center Foundation, which manages the Carolina Civic Center Historic Theater in downtown Lumberton, North Carolina. Richard, how are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Good, thanks. I I thank you for taking time out with us. I really appreciate it. so tell us about, you're in charge of the Carolina Civic Center Historic Theater. So tell us a little bit about that and, uh, yeah, just go ahead and get us started. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm the director of the Carolina Civic Center Historic Theater here in downtown Lumberton. Mm-hmm. And as such, I'm just, you know, pretty much oversee all of the programming and marketing and building maintenance and right. fundraising and all that good stuff. Okay. So what um, what is the historic theater? What year was it built? Kind of what's been the what does it do now, and what's been the history of sure. it as well? Well, um, this theater first opened in 1928. Okay. As a silent film and vaudeville house. Yeah. Um, it's had many different you know incarnations and lives, and there was a you know major renovation, uh, although partial in the mid 80s but um i've been here for almost 15 years Mm -hmm. and my first job uh, was to actually save the theater there was to be another major renovation to finish what wasn't finished earlier Mm -hmm. um but the economy in robinson county had kind of gone south before even the national economy did um in the previous recession so I had to spend some time saving that project, but then we were successful, mm-hmm. and we've been online programming again for about 11 seasons now. Oh, wow. And um, we just try to do a, a wide array of things. We only teach 450, okay. so we're kind of a small to medium-sized theater, um, but we like to really mix it up. So we have you know traveling groups like The Temptations. Mm-hmm. Um, and things like that come through. We have our own productions. We have an amazing Christmas show that just tells, I believe it's eighth season. Mm-hmm. And um, it has really become the, it really has become the go-to Christmas show for the schedules and oh, beyond. Um, there's a theater's beautifully decorated. It's a regional cast. Mm-hmm. It was created by, and it's directed by, we have a um, uh, an artistic director here um, who wanted to do that type of thing. And so mm-hmm. it sells out every year. That's great. Um, you know, we have art exhibits in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we rent the place to people. So we just, we try to keep it busy. Um, we have films, you know, we just, we try to really mix it up and provide something for everybody. So, um, 450 seats, historic theater built in the late 1920s. And y'all have done renovations in the past 
15 years. So um, is it my understanding as well you've got more um, plans in the future? Expansion? We're in the design and development uh, stage right now of adding on a 10,000 square foot annex. Oh, wow. That's pretty um, That so would cover good. the parking lot on the building south side. It's a city parking lot. Okay. Because when they built this theater, this is what I call a working man's palace. Yeah. Um, it's not like the Fox Theater in Atlanta, which seats probably, you know, 3,000 people and has cherubs and, you know, frescoes on the ceiling. <laughs> this was a working man's palace. And so the lobbies are not particularly large. Right. They never were meant to be. And when you're having sold out shows, it's just a lot of people in a place. And, and I wanted more than that. We did to make mm -hmm. our patrons more comfortable, but also add to our programming with, you know, special event rentals and yeah. black box and that type of thing. So we're, um, you know, in the mid-early stages of that. We have a design, mm -hmm. and now we just need to finalize all of that. We hope to break ground later this upcoming summer. Oh, okay. That's pretty soon then. So tell me, the, the building itself then is owned by the city of Lumberton. Is that accurate? Correct. And then you are a director of the um, entity that manages it. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. We, so, we fully manage and program the building, although it's a true partnership okay. with uh, City of Lumberton. You know, they, they support us and help us. And, yeah. you know, they, they, even the, the USDA Rural Development Loan that covered most last renovation and another one will cover much of the upcoming renovation, those are actually city loans that we help co-finance. Oh, cool. Okay, gotcha. So are y'all, um, you're a 501c3 then, the foundation is? Yes. Okay, and you've got a board and... Uh... Yeah, board of directors and, you know, committees and all that kind of thing. Okay, gotcha. So how about, um, as a... As a uh, a lot of times these historic entities are used um, kind of in the larger context of um, downtown um, attractiveness and revitalization. Is that something y'all are involved with? And if so, what can you tell me about what's going on? Yeah, very much. I mean, when we came online after the last renovation, uh, it's been 11 seasons now. Things were slow at first. Mm -hmm. It took a while to get people here again, to get, you know, on people's radar because it had been offline for six or seven years. Mm -hmm. Downtown Lumberton is also, it's very busy in the daytime because it's the county seat. Yeah. So all the lawyers and the courthouse is right across from us, mm -hmm. bustling during the daytime, but not at night and on weekends. Mm -hmm. So what you have is us, and now we are, most of our shows sell out. We've just really done a good job of marketing, if I say so myself. Mm -hmm. and. People just love this theater. They love the service they get. They love the quality of the programming. You know, our Christmas show, just everyone loves it because the theater's just beautiful. It's, it's kind of, a, it's become a tradition. Mm -hmm. So you have all that going on, which means that at this point, we're drawing in a, you know, non-pandemic year, 11 to 12,000 people a year to mm -hmm. our theater. Mm -hmm. So we really do serve as um, an economic engine, you know, for the rest of the downtown and we just hope that that really strengthens is the best way to say it. I, I, I'm on the board of um, the Main Street uh, program here, which is sort of under the State Department of Commerce. Okay. Um, and I, I'm on that advisory board. I work closely with Rediscover Downtown Lumberton. And um, 
So I hope that our numbers will translate into more retail, you know, and activities that are open at night and on weekends. Mm -hmm. It really needs to be the next step. Um, th this has happened in so many other towns. I think of Sanford, yeah. where the Temple Theater is, and they have restaurants and such that have opened up. You think about Elm Street in Greensboro um, was empty for so many years. Because of course, there was the exodus of retail yeah. from so many of the state's downtowns to the outer areas where the malls were being built. So you had Elm Street in Greensboro, and then all of a sudden, I don't know anymore, 12, 13 years ago, Triad Stage um, reused an old department store building. I believe it was a Sears building. And they just draw so many people in now because they have these amazing productions there. Yeah. So it happens um, in many places, and it needs to happen here. Yeah, no, it's a great, it's a great template. And um, Lumberton is, so describe, tell us about Lumberton itself. It's We're in Wilmington, so Lumberton's our, did I, half? I, I can tell you because I also live in Wilmington. <laughs> oh, you do, okay. Place. <laughs> I got you, okay. Um, right, my wife teaches at Cape Fear Community College, so we okay. can see each other on weekends if we're lucky, um, sometimes not at all. So I've done the trip between Wilmington and Lumberton back, uh -huh. Probably about three thousand times. <laughs> okay. I think that was my last count. Yeah. So it's eighty-five miles. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> quickest route seventy-four, seventy-six. Yep. Uh, and then just come into Lumberton that way. There's plenty of beautiful backcountry routes that take you through pastures and by farm stands. Yeah. So I have about six routes that I decide which one I want to take any given time. <laughs> right. But we're located on the Lumber River. Um, mm -hmm. Right at the intersection of 74 and 995. Yeah. So Lumberton is a very popular destination um, in terms of people overnighting at hotels. Yeah. And um, there are probably about 25 hotels here within the city limits. So mm -hmm. my foundation is extremely fortunate because we receive, there's a hotel tax here and we, and we receive a portion of it. Okay. Yeah. Which allows us to cover our expenses. We do a lot of fundraising, a lot of sponsorships. Our ticket sales are strong now. Mm -hmm. But this allows us to take chances in a smaller theater that otherwise we could not take. Because these groups that are touring, you know, they're not inexpensive. Yeah. So we provide all these things to people here. And one other result is that for any given show, 30 to almost 40% of our audiences are from outside of Robinson County. So oh. they're coming into the county nice. because of the theater. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great, because we have a ticketing system and we can track it through that. We know the zip code of everybody's attending here. Okay. Good. That's, that's, um, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a good metric. That's a, that's a good percentage of people coming in. So tell me, um, about, uh, how did, you said you've been there for 15 years, but what's your, what's your background? What's your story? How did you get into this line of work? Um, I, I think theater risky the poet once said my indirection found direction out. <laughs> yeah. So I've had a few different lives, which is a wonderful, fortunate thing. I feel blessed. Yeah. Um, I moved to Wilmington almost thirty years ago, and um, did a lot of freelance journalism. My past was public relations and marketing up in Boston and New York, mm -hmm. and mostly high tech. Okay. Um, but I did a lot of 
journalism, uh, writing for the Star News and Our State Magazine and a few articles in News and Observer and anybody else who would, you know, take my writing. But then mm-hmm. I started working at what was then St. John's Museum of Art, doing marketing and outreach, which then became um, St. John's was a collection of, you know, very old buildings in downtown Wilmington. Mm-hmm. And then we built the Cameron Art Museum right. um, outside. Um, over on 17th Street, and so then my work evolved into becoming director of marketing and outreach. Mm-hmm. So in addition to launching the new museum and getting the word out to folks and getting them sort of understanding what it meant, yeah. um, I did a lot of work getting artwork and artists um, and exhibits into the schools of the seven counties in the area. Oh, cool. And that was a really, we were hitting a lot of schools before I left, and teachers were and not just our teachers, but teachers were using these exhibits of Mini Evans and, you know, Claude mm-hmm. Hale to do their certifications, and they were creating all the lesson plans, and it was a project that just, you know, sort of fed itself. Mm-hmm. And then um, I also brought in a three-year residency with the African-American Dance Ensemble out of Durham. Mm-hmm. And so that was three years of folks in Wilmington mostly dancing and drumming and then we expanded it into creating art and textiles and mm-hmm. all that kind of thing so did a lot of work there cool and then uh, so that uh, that segues straight into into um, uh, marketing and managing a facility like when you are at now that's really cool yes I mean they're Wilmington is sort of the big city as compared to Lumberton, mm-hmm. but they're both relatively rural. Um, there yeah. are a lot of differences. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, Wilmington though is you know it's a port city. It's remote in a lot of ways, it's just <laughs> down there in the corner of the state. Yeah, Lumberton is actually a little bit more in the middle of things, although certainly not near the triad of the triangle. Mm-hmm. Lumberton is truly a rural community. Yeah, And so you have to program and market based upon kind of the, the approaches and, and, you know, whatnot that occur in a rural community. Mm-hmm. So it's a slightly different flavor. But also Robinson County, you know, is a, is a true triracial community. Yeah, It's literally one-third Native American, uh-huh. mostly Lumbees, yep. one-third African American, and one-third Caucasian. Yeah. So that represents a lot of challenge, but also a lot of opportunity. And one of my biggest um, pride moments in my little career is that we now have, for many of our shows, um, audiences that actually split three ways. Mm -hmm. Um, It took a long time to get um, Native American and African Americans back in here. Yeah. Because this was a segregated theater until probably the late 60s. Right. And there's legacy issues with that. And so we're, I've, it's just, you know, and that takes having the right staff and building up relationships with the community. Mm-hmm. But our Christmas show, which is so popular, has a cast of about 50. And typically one half to 60% are Native American. Yeah. And they brought their families in and, you know, the aunts and uncles and everybody to be there. And now it's just all family. So That's great. It's a definite challenge here. But it's also an incredibly um, beautiful place and incredibly close knit. Yeah, which can work for you or against you. You have to be, you know, work it out. So you have to really 
double down on your service yeah. and your graciousness mm-hmm. and your patience and you know that type of thing. But if you do, you'll you'll benefit from it. Yeah, it pays off definitely. Yes, absolutely. Well, cool. So, how about um, if people are looking to find the uh, Carolina Civic Center, where where is that online and also physically? Y'all are um, what's the address and everything? Sure. Um, physically, we're at 315 North Chestnut Street. Okay. Um, right in downtown Lumberton. Yeah. And our website is www.carolinaciviccenter.com. Okay. And we you know, regularly update. We, you know, right now we're just mostly posting reschedules. <laughs> but you can, you know, look at everything else. We have galleries and such. Yeah. Um, we have two Facebook presences. Um, in Carolina Civic is her name. Mm-hmm. And then an organizational one, which is Carolina Civic Center Historic Theater. Okay. And we share a lot on those pages. So you can see, you know, snippets of what we're doing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, right now we've been involved in it since we can't program. But we have a lot of sponsors here, an awful lot. Yeah. And so we've been reaching out to them and sending them packages that include Our State Magazine, because we, like many presenters, we have a relationship with Our State yeah. Magazine. And we hand them up at shows. Well, we can't do that. Well, get the fuck, they're going to go out to the presenter, or I mean, to the sponsors now. But we also have a costumer that works with our shows, and um, Judy Skinner. And it was just amazing, because it's like, we talked to her, and she said, you know, we have a lot of remnants from our production of Annie last year. Mm-hmm. Let's make them into masks. The sponsors would, I think, appreciate that. Oh, and Judy got to work and made these absolutely beautiful masks that have gone out to, you know, all 75 of our sponsors. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they really, they, they really appreciated it. And, of course, now she can't keep up with all the requests because they brag about it to everybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. The photos. And so she's just really, really busy. And I love that when somebody who supports us benefits in that way yeah no that's really cool okay excellent well we'll put the um the the link to your website in our um, description notes when we post the inter- the interview um richard is there anything else i need to know or we need to know that we didn't get to or um um i think that the main thing right now uh-huh. you know normally this time of year we would be finishing up we be ready, getting ready for our june musical which was that's another one of our productions, you know, but the world we live in, everything's been rescheduled. And yeah. so now we're looking at some virtual concerts that we might do with some of the regional folks that, that perform here. Okay. And if you go to our website, as soon as we get those ready, um, you might, you know, be able to see some of those coming up. And then uh, we'll have, um, usually every year we have this big party to announce our season. Oh, you okay. know, hundreds of people and hors d'oeuvres and wine and just performances and can't do that. So we will do a virtual season preview party okay. probably in July. So those are two things that are coming up that people can look, you know, look to and get a sense of what we do here. Good. Okay. Super. Excellent. Well, Richard, I really appreciate your time and um, encourage people to, to stop by and see your facility when they're in Lumberton and also check out the schedule going forward. Absolutely, and I really appreciate your interest. And um, just let me know if you need anything else. Okay, cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. 
Hey, I hope you enjoyed the Arts Friendly podcast. You can find more information at artsfriendly.com. Be sure and subscribe to the uh, podcast on your favorite platform, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, Also, we have a free newsletter. It goes out every uh, Friday and goes straight to your inbox. So that will include the podcast and links to other uh, relevant information as well. Um, Hope you're doing well and look forward to uh, catching up with you next week.